and greetings ladies and gentlemen uh this is short and spooky the podcast about anthology shows from the 1980s the 1990s and the earlier half of the 2000s my name is jonathan and i'm sitting here with my good friends daniel and thomas oh no <laughs> he's doxing us yeah what's up guys uh indeed we're uh we're here in the garage mahal doing another episode we're ready uh, to pontificate. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. I think uh, in the last episode, I was trying to come up with uh, some a catchphrase. Um, uh, how how? What about uh, "Don't tickle my ivories"? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, are you- I imagine you're talking about your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I pictured John fantasizing himself being a piano. Yeah. Uh, oh. Tickling the ivories. Yeah, like. yeah. The old 88s. Oh, see, I was thinking of someone tickling your teeth with a big old feather. <laughs> okay. That works, too. Or you're a big game hunter, and you have a bunch of ivory. Oh. Not, not cool. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a... my When I was a kid growing up, we had a, a player piano that would... Uh, you, it would just basically play music, um, and it had like different songs you could put on it. Hey, that's kind of scary. Because it, it looks like a ghoul is playing. It piano. does. It looks like someone's playing when no one's there. In fact, uh, uh, you were on an episode not uh, from our um, back in the dark ages when it was just me and Tom. Oh, uh, uh, piano lessons can be murder, and that and they sure can be. That was especially a great, when robots are involved. That was a great episode. And if, mm-hmm. uh, but again, if we watched it now, we would have to give it an extra point five bonus for uh, janitor. Oh yeah, janitor bonus. Yeah, I can't forget the janitor bonus. Did he have the cut in that? I, can't there, I think the kid had the cut. Probably it was like '96. <laughs> Everyone had it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the the player piano is a cool thing. I wish there was more instruments that played themselves. I don't uh, like your penis. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if like you could just mentally nut whenever you wanted. Well, to. hey, I've told this before. I went to prep school with a kid who could make himself nut without touching himself. That is amazing. Did he prove it? Did he? Can he teach it? Um, I don't know. He's probably like. I think you have to be a major preemie for that to work. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you got that control, maybe you know you can last all night. I don't think so. I think if you're that sensitive, I think as soon as you go in, I think I think he probably. My theory is I've had I've had this talk with a bunch of my like my friends from that time period. <laughs> we love talking about him. Yeah, to- Tommy D. Um, <laughs> hey, bud. Uh, he, we think he had some like really really like specific fantasies that just did it for him because he did it in class one time. I would think it's like a mind over matter kind of thing. So it's like if you can if you can do it, you can make it not happen too, yeah. right? I've heard of these people before. I remember at, uh, one of the um, my friends from uh, that time period. She I told her about it. And she's like, "Oh, gross!" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? If you had that power, wouldn't you want that?" And she thought about it. And she's like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" She's like, "Every time I'm getting like a, a really bad fuck, like just being able to be like close my eyes and bing." Yep. Yeah. I mean, if uh, if everyone could do it, if, uh, if you think, if you think <laughs> the world about it, would be a better place. If you think about it, it's like yeah. having like a, a a wet dream, but you're awake and 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 because uh, you mean when you have a wet dream, you're not touching yourself. Mm-hmm. I would just I'd wear a condom all the time. I think I've only had two or three wet dreams in my life, though. I've never had one. Really? Mm-hmm. I've had a couple. 
I had one like when I was like randomly when I was like 27. That's awesome. I was in, like laying in bed next to my girlfriend at the time, and <laughs> I had to like sneakily like go and like change my boxers and be like, "Oh God, you can just say something." <laughs> I it felt weird being a twenty seven year old. It was person. cheating. I couldn't. Yeah, oh, it, that, that reminds that, me of people who like they have a girlfriend. Oh, and you're talking about like porn or whatever. They're like, "Man, I don't need porn, man. I just think about my girlfriend." I'm like, like, "Fuck you." No, you don't. No, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> Those are the people who are like their girlfriends probably consider it cheating if they watch porn or whatever. I've watched porn with girlfriends. Me too. I've watched uh, porn with your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> My right hand. Yeah. I've I watched... borrowed it while you were sleeping. Uh, you guys ever like uh, in high school like go to someone's house and they play like like a, a larger group of kids and like mm-hmm. someone like plays porn or something during like a party or anything like that? Not during a party. I feel like it's a small uh, gathering. I mean, middle school sleepovers with like two or yeah, three. Yeah, if of it's us. like young dudes like trying to watch porn, that's one thing. But I don't think I've ever been to a party where it's just like, hey, let's put on porn while everyone else is just socializing <laughs> yeah, and doing it. I'm like, that. it's like a weird thing to glance over to. You want to put on like a weird, I don't know, you want to put on like a bad movie or something yeah. like that has cool images, but like. If someone put on porn, I'd be like, that's a weird person. Yeah, really. Yeah. This, hey, that's how I felt when it happened. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he's really into it, and he keeps like yeah. side tracking everyone's conversations. Like, hey, check that out. <laughs> no, he, he, he was like, he was very high on coke, and I'm sure other things. But uh, he's yeah. trying to jumpstart an orgy or something. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. And I was like, one of those things where I was like, all right, it's right before the last train. I think it's time to fucking get out of here. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. But uh, I. W- can we talk about picks of the week? Yeah, let's do some picks of the week. Because what you were just saying kind of leads me to one that I have. Let's hear it. You know what it is? What? It's vibrating sexual apparatuses for men. Okay. Ooh, how does that work? Well, well, have you seen the Hitachi wands? And I stuff? have, and I've tried. I've played with the Hitachi wand on my balls and all that yeah. shit. Didn't do anything for me. Well, Why? Here, here's where you're messing up. <laughs> There's an attachment that suctions onto the you know how the top's like a round yeah yeah so it goes on the top i have one it's not down here uh-huh and on the end is like a jack off sleeve thing mm-hmm. and you just put some lube on that thing and you put it on and you turn it on dude you don't have to do anything but you isn't just lay that there isn't that not anything like sex no it's it not like happen. sex it's stimulating but that, but that's what i'm saying i'm like the i would think that what would get you off would be things that simulate sex well the extreme vibrations i think just has your nerves going crazy yeah, that's what i'm saying it's, it's stimulation well it's like a woman's not it's you know yeah vibrator's not like sex for a woman she still gets off mm-hmm. unless you're, you have one of those vibrating dicks yeah but i feel like uh again not knowing anything about uh women's anatomy i would think that uh yeah but the, the vibration against the clitoris would be simulating like the balls hitting it right? slapping right I, guess. I mean, it would be friction. Well, it's the same concept. But the vibrations are simulating friction that the vaginas okay. would be giving to the weenus or the anus. Just just real quick, did you buy this attachment at discount from, <laughs> from uh, what is it? Well, good, good vibrations? vibrations? Oh, yeah. I was going to say Adam I and Eve. I can't remember where That's I bought it. Sponsor. Come on, man. But it was well worth the price of admission. Okay. Because yeah. you, you don't have to do shit. I've, I've had so wait, so wait. You're saying your pick of the week is a Hitachi, <laughs> the Hitachi attachments. <laughs> That's my pick of the week. Um, I've had women use the yeah, um, 
well, I've gotten like simulation from when women like I've been doing them doggy style, and they they'll have like one of those little like rabbits or whatever. Oh yeah, and I'll feel the vibration from that as I'm doing the that's act, nice. and it it feels fantastic. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, Ugh, that's I what I'm saying. Don't let the ladies hog all the vibrations. Yeah, you know, for the longest <laughs> time, men didn't have like any like it was like a blow up doll. That was pretty much it. Yeah, and a they blow up have, doll and a penis pump. <laughs> Yep, that's <laughs> all you need. Which he also owns. I yep. do have a penis pump. And it's a long story. I had, I'm sure told. <laughs> I had a uh, vibrating tongue ring that I oh, bought whoa. Yeah, to that, go down on a a, a girlfriend of mine. That seems I had. dangerous. That it would electrocute your tongue. No, it just had a little battery, and you would like, you know, twist part of it, and all of a sudden it would start vibrating. And like, that's crazy. I went down on her, and she was like super into it and then like the next day my tongue was swollen from like all the vibrating oh and like God. weird shit that had like gone on i was like okay well that was a one-time thing i want to hear someone try to talk with the vibrating tongue ring on in their mouth <laughs> um i pictured when you first said vibrating tongue ring i thought like you went and got like a piercing that's that what he's like, saying oh right yeah it's a piercing that's in your tongue that yeah. vibrates oh man that must be so much fun when you go to the <laughs> to the place they're like uh which of these then you're like no i have my own right here actually <laughs> oh no yeah. oh i didn't get it put oh. it in when i first got it pierced it was uh yeah when you put in no yeah. i just in my head pictured john going to the place and being like no put this thing in <laughs> it's from uh it's from spencer's gifts yeah <laughs> when i first got my it was basically like one of those places and yeah. i i and then also i mean when i first got my tongue pierced i think it was like 16 or 17 or something like that <laughs> and i remember i got it pierced and i was like uh, hell yeah. And then, like, my tongue was all swollen. And <laughs> like the guy from Rat Race? Yeah. Well, I don't remember Rat Race. Oh, shit. I mean, I, I remember the movie, but I don't yeah. remember anything what happened. Any, anyway, I There's was just like, they're like, don't eat, <laughs> just breaks. like, try not to eat anything, like, you know, for the rest of the day. Like, you know, maybe, you know, have ice cream or like something that you don't have to, like, worry about getting in there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then later on, I went and ate hella Taco Bell, oh, which is so hard to do. With, with I, the hot sauce? I, but of course, you can't Ugh. eat Taco Bell without Ugh. hot sauce. Fucking savage. Sterilizes the the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Builds character. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. good. Do you uh, have a pick? Pick of the week. Um. So yeah, I should talk about. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, Beatles documentary oh. that's on Disney Plus. It's uh, very interesting. It kind of sheds new light on uh, the Beatles that I had never known before, and I feel like it's one of those things that I'm going to be talking about for the rest of my life in the sense that every time any conversation about the Beatles comes up, I'm going to be like, did you see that thing? Because it like all of a sudden you're like, I feel like I know these dudes now. It's not some abstract picture or whatever. It's, uh, it's Does it help you like the Beatles more? Yes. Okay. I, 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 I enjoy Beatles music. I probably know it the best from when I had the Beatles rock band. Oh, I was yeah. really into rock band. I used to have rock band parties all the time. That's fun. Dude, it would like get me laid for sure. Like, you told me a couple of those stories. Oh, yeah. But it was fun. <laughs> I would have rock band parties and, and like get like fog machines and like costumes, like feathered boas and wigs and shit and yeah. get like tons of people over. You're like, hey, I got like fucking 15, whatever, 20 people who are all like ready to rock. It was a good time. Anyway. Helps if you're attractive get people over for a rock band party yeah Whenever but i mean I like try it, i also lived above yeah <laughs> i lived right just me showing up <laughs> i lived uh not above a bar but like right down the street from a bar uptown right yeah at the uptown in yeah. uh oakland and i would just be like you know hey what's up you want to go up there and smoke a joint play some rock band and like yeah sure why not and See, then me and tom tried that but we got maced <laughs> <laughs> it was bear mace yeah. which is stronger and she stickier didn't take any chances and it was john actually <laughs> he's the one who maced us john maced us <laughs> 
You just walked it. off with two girls <laughs> under each arm. Both the girls that we brought there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I popped up the collar of my Letterman's jacket and hopped in my uh, <laughs> my Cadillac. And Me and Tom were punching the air when you drove. Kicking away. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this uh, the Beatles documentary is really good. The yeah. only problem is that it's too fucking long. Eight hours? It's three parts. I think the first one's like two hours, 45 minutes, maybe three. The second one's also like that. I think the last one's kind of short. It's only like two hours. <laughs> so it's like a six-hour ordeal? It is Just probably a little longer. It's a long Jesus one. Jesus Christ. Just call out of work one day, listeners. And, Honestly, uh, I would say watch the... F- you, c- you could probably watch the first half... And the, of the first one and the last half of the last one and kind of understand it. But, like, if you're not watching all the drama and crazy shit that unfolds, you're missing out. Like, Does it go post-John Lennon as far as the guy? No, no, no. Because no, he it's died just, later. It's just the buildup before their last show and oh. how tumultuous and crazy it was and people quitting and talking shit and fucking they're just constantly pounding cigarettes. And it's amazing. It's I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I'm not into the Beatles, not into documentaries all that much, but um, I cannot say enough. Highly recommended, and uh, I think it's called Get Back, and that's going to be my <gasps> pick, pick of the, the week. week. Um, I listened to the entire, um, basically the entire the Sounds of Science by the Beastie Boys. Great album. Yeah, you know what? You know, you know, we love the boys around here. Yeah, we love the boys, the um, Beasties. But yeah, that that I uh, was cleaning the other day, and is the Sounds of Science? I think I get the Sounds of Science mixed up with through the. Five Boroughs? What yeah, is that, it? the Five Boroughs was like the one they did in like, I want to say like 2004, 2005. Yeah, yeah. The Sounds of Science is after that? Is that no, that's the, it's like the, their best of anthology kind of thing. Oh. Shout out mm. to uh, to MCA, rest in peace. Have I told you guys how my cousin... Um, is MCA? Yeah. No, my cousin grew up in New York City and in the 80s when she was like a little young, when she was a young girl, oh, yeah. she saw, was it Mike D? Uh-huh. She saw him like walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh my god, it's Mike D." And he took off sprinting away. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, they had the cool I really loved like their their early 80s look. Yeah. With like, you know, they had have like the ring that goes all over your all your knuckles yeah. and it was just like oh, the yeah. big I want old one of those, like too. the chains that look like a like an industrial chain. If we were in the 80s, we'd have the short and the spookies. Oh, you know what you would have is just Big and sniff. Whoa! Right, and then we would have Johnny Junk and Tommy Trash. Hey, and when we punch people, if we all get matching tattoos, we should get the name our our names. You know what? I'm surprised you and me don't have any matching tattoos yet. We should go get some matching tattoos. Let's do it. Anyway, we'll think all about right. it. We'll think yeah. about it. We'll get a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, uh, continue, Tom. No, that's about it. Um, I that's my pick, pick of the, of the week. week. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun uh, catching up about, uh, you know, Dicks vibrating shits. dick sleeves and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Beastie Boys and all that good I'm shit. I'm telling you, try it. You're not going to regret it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, we're here to talk about anthology shows. That's what uh, we're all about here. We're not here to talk about vibrating dicks. I mean, we are here for that. Don't get me wrong. I, if, if someone's dick's vibrating, please <laughs> please, please uh, speak now. Uh but no, yeah, we're here to talk about anthology shows, and uh, we, I kind of mentioned this last week when I said we were going to do it, but this is a new one for Coop. And oh, yeah. This is, uh, we're doing an episode of Twisted Tales, the uh, Australian anthology series from uh, the 90s. Um, uh, Tom, you got some stats for us? Yeah, this episode is called The Confident Man. Uh, this is January 1st, I'm sorry, January 6th, 1997. Very good. All um, right. 
Um, so before we get into the episode, let's do a little mm, rules. That's right. The drinking game <laughs> rules. Okay, so it's your pick. I guess I'll go first. Which one do I want to do? Let's do um, every time you hear a walking bass line. Damn nice. it, that's my top one. I only have one rule. Okay. Every time the music changes abruptly. Okay. Uh, every time someone's sunglasses are removed, either by themselves or by uh, someone else. Uh, All right. Um, every time there is a Coca-Cola product placement. Oh, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. At fir- when I first watched, I was going to say something about someone chewing gum, and then I was like, no, this is you're just going to be drunk the entire time. You got another one? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I got well, My last one is, if you really want to yeah, go balls deep, <laughs> every time you hear or read Jack. Jack mm. from Jack Jack Jackson from Jackson. Anyway, we'll get there. Yes. Um, so this episode starts. Of course, we get a little uh, announcer bit, uh, and the the this is what we're talking about. This is, I believe, the first episode of the series, and as such, the uh, person who's introducing the episode is also the star of it. The Australian hitchhiker. Yes. Is he some star in Australia? Do you guys know he this is? Guy? But also, I, I think his biggest thing that he's done stateside is Cocktail, yeah. the Tom Cruise movie. That's who I. Oh my God. Yeah. He goes. I no, was like. Like, where do I know this guy's face You know how from? to make a red eye? That guy that, like, stabbed himself in the face with a beer bottle? It's... Or he, did he shoot himself? <laughs> he killed himself. <laughs> with the beer bottle. And it was inexplicable. He shot himself with a beer bottle. Yeah. Uh, that was the weirdest part of that movie. Anyhow. Uh, Sorry, spoiler He hasn't alert. done... A, yeah, thank you. Please. Come on now. For all these uh, cruise... Cruise cruise heads. <laughs> The cruisers. The cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> who have not yet seen it. Um, uh, yeah. Cocktail. Check it out. Um, it's a fun one. Anyhow, uh, he uh, has a little bit at the beginning, and it's, you know, for a lot of these shows, you're like, what is this person rambling on about? But he's talking about imagination and belief, and he's basically, he's like, uh, the things you believe need to be rooted in reality, or else things get twisted, mate. Twisted. Try the blooming onion. (laughs) Oh, I thought of another drinking rule. Is Is it just one rule? Is it a Tom rule? Nope. Okay. It's every time they say bloody. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Good on you, mate. Mm-hmm. What, when a I, be- what yeah. a beauty. Very good. Dude, I love Bloomin' Onions. I've never had one. I've never, never been to Outback Steakhouse. So, Likewise? So, okay, so as far as the Bloomin' Onion, yeah. I love the Bloomin' Onion. You know, it's deep-fried onion split into little petals, and then you dip oh. it in a, like a horseradish aioli. Sounds mm. good. It's really good. And then I think they also have one at Chili's called the Sproutin' Onion. What a rip-off. But in, do you guys remember in the 90s, there was like an infomercial where they sold the device that you would like put it on top of the onion, like hit the top and it would split it in the right way. And then mm. you just had to like batter it and fry it yourself. Sounds yeah. good. I well, don't remember the, the, the battering frying. And actually it's the most difficult part. I know. That's why it was like such a great like thing to sell. It's like, so you <laughs> sold an onion chopper for 20 bucks. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we should go to um, Outback. Oh right, yeah. I'd love to yeah, drink some uh, very low alcohol content beer in large glasses. Foster's. That's right. You know what that means in Australia? Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy. Pussy beer. Actually, no one in Australia drinks Foster's. It's I, an American beer, yeah. They drink other stuff. And it's also funny that it was supposed to be, <clears throat> Foster's was supposed to be a big beer, but like then shortly after, I was like, wait, aren't people drinking 40s in the 90s? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Foster's isn't that big. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah, you're right. Plus, drinking 40s is funny. I love drinking a 40. Me too. Feels good. Yeah, it does. Anyway, uh, he uh, he goes, you know, things might get twisted. 
and then it shows the cheapest like 90s graphics of the logo this is like a non-intro it's not and it's also so funny it's like so wait this is the first intro of, of the first episode of the first season and you're just showing like tepid like water and then like there's a man who you only see his face like for out of the corner for a second i'm like this is drawing people in this is enticing and then it gets into the episode yeah no intro for you the way this episode starts like i said it's got this like weird midi music that's like uh has this walking bass line it's like boom 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 and then it has like a fake horn it's like and essentially, uh, our our lead character, whose name is Jack, is pulled over by a cop, and uh, he's this co- he's the confident man. I'm not sure the jury's kind of out on if it's him or a different character later. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he's a hustler, and uh, he's on his yeah. cell phone. Uh, he's pulled over uh, by a cop, and there's a a, a lady in uh, the passenger side, and of course it's Australia, so it's a swivel swap. It's all backwards. Yep. Um. Yeah. For a second, as a I don't know if this is federal law, but in California, you're not allowed to talk on the phone and drive anymore. No. So at first I was like, oh, that's why. But then, no, he was speeding. But in the 90s, I think it was... It was yeah, it, it was, was legal okay. until like 2008 or nine, Something he, like that. Yeah. Um, no one asked. He's yet. pulled over. He's, he's in the middle of making a phone call. He's, 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 closing, he's doing a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman who's in the passenger side, her name is Jules. Um, and she's like... Oh, is that a good deal that you're making? He's like, yeah, I only need $250,000 to, like, do this thing left. And he's like, as soon as we do, it's going to be... So here's the thing. Yeah. I think anybody could say that. <laughs> be like, things are going great, but... Or, you know, I, all I need is $250,000, and then everything's going to fall into place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. All, all and I need a quarter of a million dollars. And also, a quarter million dollars in 1996 is, like, way more than a yeah. quarter million dollars now. It's a lot of fucking... That's a half Scratch. a million dollars. Do they do dollars in Australia? Uh, they call them dollary dues. Oh, dun- <laughs> dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pay people in dunkaroos. <laughs> um, no, but uh, no, it's just called a dollar. Yeah, Australian okay. dollar. Interesting. Um, so uh, the cop pulls him over. Uh, he's like, "You got an ID?" And he gives him an ID. This and- is the best shot of the entire episode. You like it, dude? I just <sighs> love how he's. It was a prank ID. Well, is it? It wasn't, but it looks like one. He's like winking and giving him like a thumbs up or something like they that, don't or like let you pointing do that at the DMV. No, I'm gonna try next time. I have to renew my uh, my ID in like a week. Please, try. <laughs> I, I've had them like, <laughs> and then when the cop pulls the best gag that they didn't do is when you lift away the ID. He's going, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, that would have been great. Yeah, they, they, they did like a POV, and he like pulls it up and <laughs> like, yeah, checks out. <laughs> My, my body's stuck like this, mate. <laughs> Had a stroke a it's few also, years back. I don't know if if this has ever happened to you. It's kind of, I don't know if it's, for me, it's embarrassing to like show someone your idea. Like if you're going into a bar and they're like, yeah, let's see your idea. And you show it to them and you're wearing the same thing <laughs> as you are in your driver's license. You're like, I swear I have different clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I just got it today. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, uh, he's got this joke. It's not a joke license, but he has this license, and his name is Jack Jackson from Jackson Street, Jacksonville. And I was like, if they had just said uh, Jackman, he could have been Hugh Jackman's like brother or something <laughs> Jack- like that. Oh, that's a good thought. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's not a whole lot of famous Australians, or at least ones we know stateside. So um, I didn't get the joke. Maybe Jack is like a name 
that has some kind of other meaning in Australia. I don't know. Maybe it's just a common name. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it could have been like Tom Thompson from Thompson Street, Thompsonville. I would be from there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I chose that name. Uh, but the cop goes, uh, okay, you were going 92 kilometers per hour in a 60 kilometers per hour zone. And I looked up the conversion so I knew how fast that was going. What is it? He was driving 57 miles per hour in a 37 miles per hour zone. Ah, uh, the classic 37 mile per I hour get zone. <laughs> maybe in, maybe down under, it's a different scenario. But uh, Wow. That's not that bad. Like, so He's going 20 miles over the limit, which is not great, but it's not. I do that every day, I think. Okay, well, I uh, hope no authorities are listening to this podcast. Oh, that's right. I'm a see, sp- speed demon. I got a uh, need for speed. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said semen demon. <laughs> you are that, too. Yeah, well. yeah. Don't, don't, sell, don't sell yourself short. Um, but, uh, of course... This guy, you already heard him on the phone wheeling and dealing. He starts to pull the same type of thing with the cop. He goes, uh, um, hey, you know, what's your, like, you know, uh, he starts asking where the cop is stationed, and the cop says he's from Murrayville. Mm, where Bill Murray comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Murray Murray from Murrayville, Murray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone, everyone's origin is from where they live. Yeah, yeah. I'm from I'm John Johnson from <laughs> John Johnson Street, Street Johnville. <laughs> I did. Yeah, did uh, Jack's um, jacket look like it was made of duct tape? Anyone, <laughs> dude? That's like a cheap as hell jacket. Like it's like could, fake leather. Or you can tell like duct tape. <laughs> it looks like it's fake leather because like it's a duct too tape thin. Wallet, yeah, it's that's what I thought of. <laughs> I don't know. Like Ugh. to me, it looked like they're like, okay, this is straight out of like a wardrobe, like for like <laughs> yeah. a, a costume department, like that got like put in the wash incorrectly and then in became duct tape. It just <laughs> looks terrible. It does look terrible. I didn't even notice it. I was too focused on his charming smile. What do you think that guy smells like? <laughs> Definitely cologne. Mm. Fosters and blooming onions, onions yeah. <laughs> <And> kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> boomerangs and ditchery dudes hey real quick um i just wanted to say that i watched a good horror movie that was based in australia called razorback have you seen that no oh uh, you should see it it's not great but it's fun because it's super fucking australian okay anyway that's all all right well that's all i need I, <laughs> no more information needed it's called razorback and it's weird it's good it's good it's funny uh so uh Basically, uh, Jack starts turning on the charms to the cop. He starts like asking him about him, and inside the car, uh, Jules, his his lady friend, she takes out this thing that I've seen in only movies and cartoons. I don't think it exists anymore. It's a a reflector that you wear in the sun. Oh. It folds in three different parts. I've and only like, seen Polly Walnuts and The Sopranos use one. Of I these think they, before. I think there's one in the Sandlot, and I think that oh. I've seen them in like Bugs Bunny cartoons and shit like that. Um, hmm. But it's very funny. Yeah, it, it's just like you know, hey, I, I'm not interested, or I'm doing my own thing, kind of deal. I think at one point she also is trying to check herself out in the reflection of a Diet Coke can. Yeah, <laughs> she she oh, she is working that Diet Coke can. I love Diet Coke. Well. You know, maybe we'll get him as a sponsor. <clears throat> oh, so. come on, sponsor us! We already got Bud Light, and what was our other sponsor? Good vibration. Good vibration. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Hitachi will also sponsor and us. And uh, University of Northern Colorado. That's right. Hey, Bud. Um, <laughs> so Jack is basically uh, putting putting this hard sell on the cop here, and he's like, 
oh yeah, um, you work at uh, in Murrayville. Do you happen to know a Mike? And the guy's like, oh, Mick? <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, Mick, you know. He's totally like, you know, kind of sleazebally, slimy, you know. He's mani- a flim-flam man. He's, he's manipulative, for sure. And this cop's kind of dense, I think, which helps. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, for most cops. <gasps> um, hey, we love cops. Paul here. Bell, I think it was the name, right? Something like that? Oh, the cop? The character's oh, no. name. Oh, I, th- uh, yeah, something, yeah, his name is Paul Bell. He goes, what's your, what's your last, what's your first name, or what's your last name? And he goes, Paul Bell. <laughs> he's, he, he says his whole first name. Tim Paul Bell. Um, but he's like, oh, yeah, like, my brother knows your friend Mike or Mick. And he's like, also, I supplied booze for your recent function. And then he's like, the guy's like, oh, Tony's bachelor party? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I love that he says this. I wrote it down. He goes, I supplied the grog for that. Mickey teed it up. <laughs> and the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I love when people call. Well, also, I've not ever heard this except for like pirates in like a video game calling grog. booze grog. grog. And he says it multiple times this episode. I'm like, oh, that's great. The Australians have some of the best slang. I, I know. Think, and I like think. one of the things I really enjoy is like when they just say something, i.e., like, hey, yeah, uh, you want a chippy? Yeah. Fro- oh yeah, I love frothies. that. You want a frothy? No, you want- anything that's an er also is an e. So well, bikers are also- bikies. Yeah, but but it's also it's like, a, you know, you're playing a like a a slot machine or a poker machine. Hey, come play the pokies. You want a breakfast? Yeah, let's eat a brekkie. Oh, I love brekkie. Yeah, Bre- there's brekkie's the best. Brekkie's the best meal. Dude, when I was there, I ate the Australian big brekkie every fucking day. What is the Australian brekkie? So they have two sausages. Uh, a like um they have beans tomatoes uh toast uh bacon uh ham it's just basically all proteins and Jeez. it's all bad for you that's great it was great that sounds kind of like a english breakfast it's like an english breakfast but i don't know what it's, it's upside down but i think the english breakfast <laughs> has blood sausage in it that's like an irish breakfast as well yeah but it has like discs of like i mean i, I feel like, like irish and english breakfast are yeah. Irish, Irish I don't pudding. want the IRA to I come kill me, but they're almost identical. All breakfasts, all big breakfasts are that. Other than American, because everyone else puts beans in their shit. But uh, you know what? <laughs> I think the thing with for American breakfast is we have to have fucking pancakes covered in syrup. Like that's, Americans up the sugar. Yeah. And the carbs. Yeah. Toast, pancakes. Grits. Grit. I love grits. Oh, dude. Anyway, uh, so he, uh, we got Jack put in the cell on uh, the, the cop, and uh, one of the things he goes, uh, he's trying to be like, oh, yeah, there were strippers at that bachelor party. I supplied those. <laughs> what do you think about that blonde? And he goes, the cop's like, what do you mean blonde? What blonde? Yeah. And then he goes, blonde is red. Yeah, red blonde. <laughs> and the guy still doesn't know him. He goes, red. Well, red. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, the redhead. She was, what did he say? She was sensational, Mike. I also feel like there's a disproportionate amount of redheads in Australia. Well, I think it's because there's a lot of... I don't know. What kind of people are generally redheads? Poles? Not a lot of them. Irish? Uh, well, everyone... Actually, knows. I think that's a stereotype, though. Yeah, please stop being so stereotypical. He, he's allowed to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll allow um, <laughs> uh, You know who he reminded me of? It was like, at this point, he reminded me of like a... Like a of like a Troy McClure kind of uh, character. Just I like mean, his face. It. His face did look like a piece of leather. Yeah, like it is just <laughs> wrinkled no matter what. He's like that he's, Australian sun is brutal, dude. It is brutal. That's mm. why I'm like, why is this lady sunning herself? Like right. you don't yeah. want that. You already have skin yeah. cancer. Yeah, really. Those UV rays are harmful. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly won over this cop, um, and he's like, yeah, I'm just in a rush to get my uh, my 
my lady, we yeah, have a, a doctor's appointment, and uh, it could be uh, basically that she's knocked up. Uh-huh. And I was like, this guy's like fucking 53 years old. <laughs> hey, that, those, those sperms keep swimming. That's, I, I wrote down this is, uh, when uh, the age when Tom and John are going to be having Tommy Jr. <laughs> That's 53. right. Three. We'll be we'll exactly. be Australian as well. <laughs> My sperm count will be so low, like there'll be one in a whole load. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I hope he swims hard. It's all just clear. It's like a piece of rice. <laughs> <laughs> the sperms get bigger; they're growing inside me. It's just God, one though, yeah. one powerful one. You know, I'm so grateful that sperm are as small as they are. Because, because if you could see them, it'd bug oh, you out, dude. I would not, Jack. I'd probably. It'd be like have my prostate and balls removed. Like um, it'd be like a million tapiocas coming out of your like those little writhing. Oh god, it's so scary. <laughs> Think about that for a sec. You like, jizz and it lands on you, and it's, it's like, like a bunch of little tadpoles moving around. That's so scary. I don't like jacking off anymore. I quit. Okay, well, can I borrow your head? But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I want to get them out. Yeah, I don't want them too. inside. <laughs> You're like you can't them. win. You can't. You don't want them in you. You don't want them outside, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Just get them right in between. So, <laughs> one of the things I thought Edgy. was really Isn't weird. Is that your balls? Too, what? I mean, the, that would no. be like. So, be- sperm is manufactured. And any um, sexual biologists that are listening, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think sperm or semen or whatever is manufactured in your balls and then it goes into your prostate. No, no, no. That's your butt. Your prostate. But yeah, it's directly has to do with your semen. And I think it goes there, and then from there it goes down past your bl- around your bladder. Whoops, sorry, and uh, out your dick. So and there's like a shutoff valve in there, like for the pee and the cummies. All right, that's well, why it's hard to pee with a boner. It sounds scientifically sound. I uh, think it's true. Well, my grandfather had his prostate oh, removed I you due to your cancer. Your grandfather told you this. My grandfather taught me all about. <laughs> please, he's a great man. That's his picture on he the wall. He wasn't actually my grandfather. He's the guy who lived next door. But he had prostate cancer, as my father did, and as I probably will at some point. Cool. Um, and he out. had his prostate removed. And the two things that does, you're you can no longer have children if your prostate's gone. Uh huh. Because you can't like make jizz anymore or something. Right. And also, you can't control your bowels. That's terrible. Yeah. Not a, not a good trade-off. No. But you get to live. All right. So uh, any sex... <laughs> yeah, uh, not a great trade-off. Any sex doctors <laughs> out there, tweet at us with hashtag... Come. Swimming semen. <laughs> swimming, swimming and semen. <laughs> Gross. All right. Swimming and semen is already trending, guys. How about that? It's going viral. <laughs> swim facts. <laughs> swim facts. F-A-X. <laughs> um okay so uh the when he's talking to the cop jack goes uh he's talking he's like yeah i'm hoping to have a little boy and he says i want to play catch with him and he does this hook thing with his arm like catch and he like throws it like he's throwing a boomerang literally i had to rewind this because i was like is he saying he wants to have a boy so that he can punch in the back of the head yeah didn't it look like that was the motion he made yeah he does like a weird like he's throwing a hook like yeah like he's a southpaw and like he Later on, like when the cops are walking away, he does it to him again. I'm like, is he doing a Hail Hitler thing? Like, what is he doing? He's putting his hand up in such an awkward way that I've never seen. I feel like some Nazis probably escaped to Australia after the after the war. Dude, I mean, Australia was founded by uh, criminals. Yep. That's and right. what's a few war criminals in, in the mix? <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, that's probably not that off. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, uh, the cop ends up letting him go because he's so charming. You know, yeah, he, he peels him like a blooming onion. Uh-huh. Very good. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to peel you like a blooming onion. Ooh. You don't even have to ask. <laughs> Save it for after the pot. Put you in a little horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> Make my tongue spicy. Um, 
So anyway, uh, they end up going, and uh, yeah. we find out that the the little part that he had uh, put in about that he works at a bottle shop is true. And yeah. they they go over to his place, and uh, did you write down what it's called? Uh, Jack's Bottle Barn, Ooh. and it says it, saves you dosh. Yep, saves you dosh. What is that? Dosh means money. And Interesting. I, I looked it up because I was like, obviously this has to people have to know what dosh is. <laughs> yeah. And it said that it's a uh, it's a British term. But it basically means money. Oh, so okay. According to uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, never heard it before. Um, but I've yeah, heard of the dictionary. I'll just you know say that from now on and be like, I'm not paying you an old dosh. <laughs> <laughs> How many dosh is that um, shirt? <laughs> um, what do so, you think he's on? The junkie or the, the Jack? Oh, what do you mean? I feel he's like got he's a like, big dick, dude. Big dick energy. He's a confident man. Uh huh. He's definitely got some coke in his pocket too, though. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some some some. I mean, that's candy. why she's sticking around. She's definitely like a the, the, she's well, a real Eva Braun. The only reason he's got her. her around is to fucking you know work some money out of her. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, like like you said, they they go in the bottle shop and then we see uh, a junkie uh, who's a fan of mine, of course. He's a junkie. <laughs> yeah, one um, of your fans. He's about. like wiping his nose, so he's like in he's, withdrawals or something. He's like doing that. your typical like junkie action, and he's wearing the typical junkie shirt, which is too long. Yeah, and it's covering half of his hands. You got to wipe your nose with that. Yeah, so that's why you got the long sleeves. Yeah, it's gross. Plus, you probably found the shirt on the street. Yeah. Um. But they go in, and we meet another character, Frank, which is uh, Jack's cousin. He says it's his cousin. He's like... Yeah, and he runs the shop, or he just works there? I, I think know. he just works there. He's a cashier. He kind of looks like Willem Dafoe. He did kind of have, like, he, a port, a little thicker. Was he kind of thick? I don't think... No, he, I'm thinking of the other guy. I think Willem like Dafoe just customer. looks very skeletal. Like, he's got, <laughs> so like, everyone looks fat. Yeah, he kind of looks like he has, like, HIV, like, cheekbones. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, a little sunken in. He's a weird-looking man. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things he says about Frank is he goes, uh, uh, cousins are easy to come by, but they're not worth a damn or something. He says some, something to the effect of that. Sounds sexual. It's, it's easy. It's cousins are easy to come in, but don't do it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah. Your mom will get mad. Yeah. Um, uh, if she finds out, (laughs) this is, uh, this is the first time we get our little diet Coke product placement. Eva, which I mean, is weird. I called her Eva because she's Eva. her name's Jules. Jules, <laughs> and she's. It was so strange. She was like plucking the tab with her fingernail. Mm. Was maybe that... a nervous habit? Like this. Hold on. Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. She's sending Morse code to someone. Like, <laughs> SOS, me. please help. <laughs> He's got a gun. I'm about to uh, have to have sex with this man whose face <laughs> is made out of leather. <laughs> I need to get out of here. Man, man with a, a duct tape jacket on. And you know, it'd be he's great. Pretending to throw boomerangs at me. Yeah. It turns out. A face like a crumpled paper bag. Dude, this guy. Yeah. What if he's like 24? Like, it's Dude, just, that's an Australian 24. Yeah, the Australian face. <laughs> Everyone, all our listeners from Australia are like, he looks fucking great, actually. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He must just stay kidding. out of the sun. Yeah. Everyone else looks like a ghoul from Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> nice um so yeah they're in jack's bottle barn and they he he goes to the back room which is unfinished there's yeah. like tarps laying all around and like bubble wrap almost i think the props department just kind of threw things all over the place yeah it was definitely yeah. a set that was like being built for something else and they're like eh, we're like just it's covered so just go in there and pretend you have some back room you're working on yeah like if if frank wasn't in the front 
and he just brought her back there, I'd be like, oh, I'm getting murdered. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. This is Dexter about to happen <laughs> right now. tarps everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he, he, again, we've already seen him uh, work his little magic on the cop, but now he works his little magic on uh, Jules. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's like resisting it more than the cop did. Well, yeah, because she understands like how manipulative he can be. Yeah, he's a con artist. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's, I think that's one of the distinctions that they don't necessarily make, the difference between being a confident man and being a con artist. Yeah. Because not everyone who's confident is a con artist. Mm, I don't know. I think so. I'm not a con <laughs> artist. I'm just a confident man. Well, I think you're conning me in time. Also, yeah. you don't really don't need that drink. I'll finish that for you. Are you sure? You've had enough. You know what? <laughs> you're right. I trust you. <laughs> um. But no, yeah, this is, you know, we've already established that. Finishes uh, his drink. <laughs> his first, Jack's first Before phone call it. was to uh, some some dude on the phone. And yep. he was saying he only needs two, 250K. Only a measly 250,000. Yeah, and he can get that anywhere. Yeah, he can find that around the corner. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> God. Uh, but no, he, he, the, 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 his whole grift, the, the, his plan that he's trying to uh, put together is that he wants to start his own winery. Yeah. Or start his own like wine dis- distribution or something like that. He's talking about like having actual vineyards. And he wants talking about, vineyard. he wants to control every aspect though. He wants to grow the grapes. He wants to make the wine. He wants to bottle the wine. He wants to sell the wine. He doesn't strike me as that type. He, he strikes me as once he's got uh, it going, he's going to stick someone else in there. To, th- this yeah. was, this is actually the origin story of Charles Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> that cheap ass wine. Yeah. Wait, too, isn't that too, an Australian wine too? No, it's California. Oh, there's I a lot of Australian wine. Two buck chuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sell that at. Um, I mean, do the don't. Never mind. No, you can you can phrase it a different way. Isn't ahead. that sold at a local grocery store? Most of them. Yeah. So uh, out here in California, we have uh, Trader Joe's grocery stores, and that's where it is purchased. It is. Is the it cheapest? exclusive? I believe so. Wow. I think they sell it at Whole Foods too. Really? Charles Shaw. Yeah. I think so. Interesting. I think. <laughs> but watch Whole Foods sells it for like eight bucks. Yeah, Trader yeah. Joe's is two bucks, and it's like imported yeah, $15. from another store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imported from yeah, Southern California. We put it on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys uh, ever drink those big boxes of wine? I've had those. Yeah, I bet way Fran- back, way Franzia, back, Franzia, way back in the day when like, I was in high school, it was all like about slap the... bag or whatever that game is. What's slap bag? Is that when you slap your bag? No, that's bag tag. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> is that sack. really a thing? Tap. Yeah. I, I was tap, uh, sack tap. I mean, it's all the that they're all the plain words. But I don't yeah. know what what are you guys it's talking when you about? Bap someone's balls with your back of your fingers. Oh, oh, oh! It's not a very friend's. mean thing. It hurts. Yeah, I remember like we had to had like a meeting at like <laughs> in cool. like eighth grade or seventh grade or something <laughs> like that. And then they're like. Stop giving each other purple nurples and uh, stop slapping each other in the balls. You like, know what was one thing that was an issue at my middle school? The janitor? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> he spit roasted all. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Who was the other person? Okay, there was a really stupid <laughs> thing to spit roast. <laughs> they would do in middle school where like Riley. a girl sits on your lap and you do that, are you nervous oh, game? Yeah. Ugh, How I stupid just, was that? What was the point of that? That just made fucking me shiver. Do you remember that? Up. No, I, I just the way you moved are your you hands and your thighs made me shiver. And she'd be like, no. And you get closer to her. It's pretty fucking perverted game. So many That's the whole like, game. So you can get your hands on some thigh. It was hot, though. I did it. Yeah. Once. Or like you'd like blow in like the girl's ear. And she like, said no. I said, I am. <laughs> You're like, you're touching my ankle. <laughs> He's 
<laughs> I'm Cooper's, trying to take it slow. <laughs> Cooper's not even in the same room. <laughs> I'm calling her. Yeah. <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> Who is this? Hang up. Cry. <laughs> Jack off. Which is how I usually wipe up with a leaf. <laughs> Maple makes the base the best cleanup for cum. It's the most if absorbent it, leaf. If it's if it's in season, <laughs> like I, I saved some old leaves. They're very crinkly. He's using pine needles to fucking <laughs> the Christmas tree. <laughs> Tis the season. I didn't know we got frosting on the tree this year. <laughs> Do you guys ever have that the the, the snow in a can? That you would spray on your on your your Christmas tree to make it look like it was snowy. Oh, I remember that. I never had it though. Well, I never got East, the chance to customize a Christmas tree. Yeah, we just actually threw... actually had snow. Yeah, but it's not that fun. The, the only time. Christmas trees I was around was at my grandmother's house, and that was done without the Jews around. Yeah, you said uh, she gave you toothbrushes. Well, I have like sixteen cousins, and she had to get a gift oh, for they all of them. Sixteen toothbrushes. I have so many toothbrushes, dude, <laughs> and I don't use any of them because they're collector's <laughs> items. No. <laughs> You know when people want my grandma's toothbrushes? <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that she did like a Christmas without <laughs> my immediate family. Oh, 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 so the, so you were just getting secondhand bullshit gifts and no, she was having a real Christmas I don't with really people she that. loves? I don't think that. She loved me. She did. <laughs> Why'd she but give you a toothbrush? My mom told me that she used to say things. She saw, your mom told her, you're like, Coop's breath is terrible. <laughs> Coop, she called me Coop. <laughs> <laughs> i was danny to them and i am still but no she would say things like my grandmother when my mom was growing up she'd say things like the jews have all the money <laughs> and is that inaccurate or well where's mine <laughs> you're not full that's right I don't get the. You only get the, the fifty cents to, instead of the. We're uh, like instead of the one dosh. So the full shekel. We're all recording <laughs> in an unfinished basement, and upstairs there's like you know it's fl- like brand new like <laughs> kitchen stuff and new carpeting and yeah yeah you got a manservant up there. I have several manservants, <laughs> and they're all goyish. He eats a dinner off uh, <laughs> off of a man on all fours a in Christian front of man. his TV. <laughs> Naked, of course. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, uh, we got Jack. He's putting the, the sale on Jules, and uh, he tries to persuade her to have her uh, rich dad give him two hundred and fifty grand. And uh, she's like, "No way, I'm not that gullible." But then he starts to saying about how beautiful their wedding will be, and how he's like, "Oh, I loved you," and she's like, "You never said that before." He's like. Oh, I never felt it so strong before right now. <laughs> I oh. might not say I love you that much, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great way to, to win a girl over. And this scene's where I first noticed the music. And the piano, like yeah. the sensual piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's kicking in. Did it get you sensual? Did it get you worked up? Yeah, I got a little worked up. What of it? <laughs> Were you watching this with a Hitachi in your hand? <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Yes. Um, it's fine. But eventually, of course, he coerces her into agreeing, and she's like, of course I'll marry you. Or, no, actually, she doesn't answer, uh, because he's like, oh, yeah, you're getting me all randy. And uh, They're about to start getting to it. He tries to fuck, but then he we hear a scream come from the uh, the, the main part of the, the place, and I love this, because when they cut back to him, his pants are around his ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, when did he take off his pants? He did it one-handed. Yeah. While he... <laughs> he just sucked his belly in real quick, and they just dropped down. <laughs> you mind if I leave on this cheap leather jacket while we fuck? 
<laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> can't get off without it. <laughs> I actually can't take it off. <laughs> it's actually my bare chest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. It's just weather beaten. Um, <laughs> but uh, the scream comes from uh, the, the the main part of the, the store. And we see that the junkie, who is, uh, uh, of course, a fan of me, uh, <laughs> who is uh, rubbing the snot from his uh, runny nose, is now rolled into the place with a butcher knife and uh, he's like nobody move or i'll kill this bitch <laughs> and i yeah. love that they you know went for it and called her a bitch they did um but it's like an old lady laying on the ground <laughs> and her old husband just standing there not doing anything <laughs> he's like please kill her yeah. <laughs> she's driving Re- me crazy release me <laughs> um but no he's st- he's uh he- he's trying to rob this place yep. and he's talking to frank the dude behind the counter and he's like Put it in a bag. And he just put it in a bag and he goes, a brown bag. <laughs> what difference does it make? I know. I was just. I, I th- it was a little gag. Well, they were going for a little comedy here too. Yeah. Because later on when he's like, he starts putting it in the brown bag and he's putting in like coins. He's like dropping Yeah. Coins. He's putting coins in the bag, which is a great. Dro- I, he's dropping Doth. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dosh. Dropping Dosh. dosh. Uh, but it's a good, it's a good bit. It's a funny bit. Um, All you need is a, is a knife in, in like, it's so different from the United States where it's like. People get robbed places with like AK 47s. You pull out a knife and the cashier shoots you with a gun. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I was going to. I was really hoping they were going to be like. That's not a knife. Yeah. yeah, I was so <laughs> missed opportunity. Yeah, pulls out a bazooka. <laughs> they would have been sued by Dundee Incorporated. <laughs> Dundee Inc. Yes, by Big Dundee. <laughs> he is big on the movie cover. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jack is watching this from, uh, you know, from the back room. Yeah. Jack and Jules uh, are uh, watching this, and he's like, "Come on!" It's like. He's watching Frank basically give it up that he's like where the where the the safe is because yep. earlier he he had said that they got six thousand dollars in the safe and I was like, so wait you're pulling in thousands of dollars selling wine at a bottle shop. By the way, when I was in Australia, that's you had to go to a place dedicated to alcohol to buy alcohol. That's so the same thing real in Massachusetts. It's the same thing too. But it's just crazy going to like a liquor store, <clears throat> or, yep. excuse me, a general corner store, and it's like they got cigarettes, they got everything. By the way, cigarettes there are forty dollars in um, Australia. Yes, holy fuck! Because shit. of the the tobacco tax, they they're trying to really curb it. But anyway, I just wow. remember going there and just being like. I can't afford beer. Does anyone like, yeah, smoke there? I did. <laughs> they probably buy them online. Yeah, some fucking dude I went whitewater rafting with. It was yeah. like this Danish guy. He was like, can I buy her? Can I get a bum a cigarette? And I was just like, what got fucker? five bucks? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like that's, that's a fucking he tall goes, order, goes, homie. Yeah. This, $40. What? He goes, this dick ain't sucking itself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, $40 a pack. That means each cigarette costs like two bucks. Yeah, it's... Jesus Christ. I mean, they sell Lucy's for a buck, but yeah. Dang. Yeah, they we have them on the East Coast uh, in my state, uh, former state. Well, it's just crazy. Packy stores, they call them. I remember buying Lucy's from dudes on the street in San Francisco in high school, and they were a quarter a cigarette. But that was like 2004. Oh, how times have changed. I, yeah. The corner store near where I live when I smoked uh, last year, um, they would he would sell me uh, Newport 100s for... 50 cents and then he jumped the price on me after i was buying them a couple times a week oh yeah 75 cents that guy's an asshat you look like a rube but uh jack thinks quick and he's like all right well this dude looks strung out as shit and he's stealing he's about to take all the money out of the safe and he disappears back into the back room where he was had his pants down Mm -hmm. and he comes back with a cordless drill 
Would have been great if his pants were back and down again. Oh, and uh, Coop has a cordless drill right behind him. <laughs> yeah. It's right behind Tom. That's just what he had. Is there a battery in there? Yeah. Put it in the mic. Let's get, Tom, a, little, you grab let's get a little sound effect going. I hope this doesn't kill me. Okay. <laughs> it, it actually was a it was a drill. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is this is like the uh the 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 main part of the episode, the steak and potatoes. This is uh the the main scene. Yeah. And he pulls this uh cordless drill on the junkie and the junkie's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, <laughs> yeah. "What am I supposed to be afraid of that?" And of course, being a confident man con artist that he is, Jack's like, "What are you talking about? This isn't a drill, mate." <laughs> This is a fire weapon. This it's is a Colt 45 automatic pistol. This is the, it's not a knife, that's a spoon <laughs> reference. What's that? And does he have... Simpsons. Oh. Does he have hickeys in this scene? He has... He yes, has he, lipstick he, on He does neck. have a hickey on his lip. I don't recall her... I mean, neck. <laughs> I think we missed a couple seconds of necking. Yeah. They probably cut it. Yeah. It was the scene where he was taking down his pants slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been great if he had just had his pants down the entire time during this scene, just like like shuffling up like walking like <laughs> penguin style. Hilarious. So wait, if Australian dudes say everything like, you know, it's like breakfast is brekkie, it's like, let me take down my undies. I've got a massive bony. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that dicky? Dicky. <laughs> I'm about to shoot a loady. <laughs> <laughs> Cummies. <laughs> Did you orgasme? <laughs> orgasme. <laughs> Where do you want me to cummy? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, but no, yeah, he's uh, he he basically is in this standoff uh, with yep. the junkie who's got a knife, and he's he's trying to convince the junkie that he doesn't have a cordless drill, that he actually has a gun. Yep. And he's like. This is a gun. It shoots bullets. <laughs> and it kills people. <laughs> You're like... He's overselling oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's like, I didn't really know <laughs> what you were talking about. I'm glad you clarified. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Does, doesn't the his cousin do the classic thing of, like, fumbling with the keys when he's trying oh, to open yeah, it? Oh, yeah, He's yeah. like... The cousin's great. I've never seen a knife before in my life. I love, too, when he, like, tries to hand the junkie a bag. Like, he, like folds over the top of the bag like yeah. so unnecessarily it's great yeah. writes and writes an, like a note like when you're going to school with like your slurred, like you. lunch like please be good at school today please be good during your robbery <laughs> don't spend this on drugs so uh they got this standoff and everybody everybody's kind of looking around like what's gonna happen yeah because uh, as, as far as we know as a viewer like this guy's trying to like bluff that he has a weapon when he doesn't he well, just at has first a... he's really not buying it and oh, he's kind of laughing him off but then as yeah as jack continues to kind of be like maybe you you shouldn't have taken those drugs this morning and you're feeling paranoid he's getting to him a little bit he's making him kind of start to doubt himself he's doing a he's peeling him like a blooming he's peeling him like a blooming onion <laughs> uh and then Layers. the the calmest person to ever walk into like a the only oh. Asian man in Australia. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's him. <laughs> Here he is. He is so calm. He's yeah. as cool as a cucumber in, in the hot uh, Australian sun. Dryly. And, and, uh, and yeah, he, he, just, he walks in. He doesn't even like emote anything of fate like with his face at all or anything like that. He just is like. It's pretty emotionless, this guy. He's like, all right, well, if I get killed or whatever. <laughs> At least I don't have to go to work. Tomorrow. Yeah, my girlfriend has left me. <laughs> no, For a so leather-faced sad. fucking 24-year-old <laughs> Australian man. Leather-faced. I'll call him leather-faced from now on. There you go. Um, 
But no, yeah. So since this guy, this new guy has entered, mm-hmm. um, uh, the junkie's like, okay, cool. This is my opportunity to kind of have like yeah. a, a third party who has not been present for this kind of uh, he said he said kind of thing. Yeah. So he's like, what is that guy holding? And everyone's like waiting with like bated breath, like, oh, what's he gonna say? Is he gonna <laughs> yeah. say it? Like whatever it is, and. He looks over at Leatherface, and Leatherface raises an eyebrow and gets, like, 15 more fucking wrinkles, wrinkles on, on his, his forehead. Head. Yeah. He's like, if there's 15 wrinkles, that means just go along with it. <laughs> yeah. It's old Australian tell. That's, my sig- that's, a, that's a secret, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, since he says, oh, it's a gun, mm-hmm. that basically, uh, the, the junkie's like, all right, fine, I'll put down my knife. Yeah. And... He puts it down, and everyone starts clapping, and everyone's proud of him. They're like, yeah, wow, that was so brave of you. It was kind of preemptive clapping. It was like, the killer's... I mean, the potential killer robber is still there. But then like, Paul... Let's get this handled. What's his name? Paul, Paul Bell. Paul Bell. The, the Last cop. name Paul Bell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But also the... Uh, yeah, when the, the cops show up. Yeah. And then I, I assume moves her husband, the old man in the background, like, fucking puts him in a restraint kind of hold. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking... He's trying to redeem himself from being a pussy earlier. Yeah, because you know, like when he gets home, his wife's going to be like, why didn't you do something? I did, afterwards. Because <laughs> I wanted him to kill you. Yeah. He, he, he popped out like one of his hip replacements doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. So yeah, uh, basically, uh, Paul the cop shows up to arrest the junkie. And then Jack, who's now a hero, everyone's like, wow, you're so great. He's mm-hmm. like... Hey, just to know, like, just so you don't go mental. Yeah. Let me show you. And he goes, and he pulls out the uh, the drill, mm-hmm. pulls the trigger, and all of a sudden, the drill is now a gun. Shoots and kills Mr. Junkie. Yeah. I wish there was a little more bloody. Just I do too. I like there, blood in my anthology series, especially since it was. Remember, he described in headshot. graphic what the bullet would do. He said it's a hollow point bullet. It's gonna go th- into your skull and blow out the back of your head with a hundred pieces. Or something yeah, like that. all I'm saying is they've already said the word bitch and shown a man with his pants down. Like, let's just, go full just, hog. Just here. give me. A, yeah. Let me see his full hog, and then also like oh, give me some blood. His hog is definitely leathery as fuck too. <laughs> Dude, it's seen some action. Uh, mostly from yeah, mostly from the sun. It's got melanoma yeah. all over it. <laughs> it's all <laughs> covered in covered spots. In sores. <laughs> When he died, he donated his uh, his skin to like a biker gang for, to make, <laughs> leather, to make leather jackets, jacket. make their cuts. The bikey gang. I would have died if I didn't have that dick fucking leather jacket <laughs> from Jack. Australian dick skin. So so basically, we find out that the somehow the 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 drill was a gun. It was a gun the whole time because his uh, fiance slash girlfriend, whatever, she's like, "Why'd you shoot him?" Like, he already gave up, which implies to me that she was interpreting that it was a gun the whole time. Yeah. Well, he says at one point that he's like, oh, yeah, we keep, like, the guy's like, that's a drill bit. He's like, no, it's not. It's a gun. We keep it behind the counter. But he yeah. went into the back room to get the drill. That's right. Well, they have a counter in the back now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Counter's all over them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the way it ends. It's yep. like, what the fuck? I thought it was the a end. cordless drill. So... My and the cops don't like he shoots the guy in front of the cops uh-huh. and they they're like they don't even like shoot back at him like this guy is this is a person who just murdered someone in front of co- police officers armed with weapons and, and and they're just like all right calmly put your gun down on the ground and uh that's what i'm saying is like this nobody cop is a goofball no one else is acknowledging that it is a weapon 
except after the fact. So my question was, is the junkie the confident man? Because he convinced him that it was actually a, a cordless drill. So yeah. if mm. the junkie's the cordless man, excuse me, the cordless, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, the cordless if, man. If the junkie is the confident man, yes. and, he, and he he persuaded this con man, then it's about him, right? Well, but the junkie wasn't confident. So I think my interpretation is that, well, like. It's, it has to do with, like, perception and reality, right? Like, if everyone believes a thing is a thing, then it's that thing. I don't know. I sound like an idiot. But only one person believed it was that thing. Everyone else could see that clearly that it was a well, drug. Well, two people did. Because he believed it and the junkie believed it. Why? Right. They were on the same drug. Well, But, no, he seemed to know that he was bluffing. Or at least that's what you think. He thought he was bluffing, but he was being sincere. So maybe he grabbed a gun, and what you're seeing is from the junkie's perspective that he sees a drill. And yeah, you're right. Maybe the junkie convinced him that, oh, I am holding a drill, but I need to convince him that it's not a drill. Well, at the beginning when he's doing the the narration, he's talking about you need to be rooted in reality because if you have belief that's not rooted in reality, you get things twisted, basically. Yeah. Well, and that, that that actually makes sense because he's got these like very like uh, what's the term like grandesque like uh, grandiose grandiose um but you know we need to make this vineyard and this is all going to work out and our you know we're going to have kids and all these things we just need two hundred and fifty thousand dollars so he definitely has um he's not quite in touch with uh, his realities no I think he is I think with like he was like cool all I need is that much more money great I got the the chick I'm going to hustle right yeah. here hmm. Okay. He seemed to have it together. He seemed to have everything together, and all of a sudden this happened. So I have to assume this dude's been a grifter his whole life. Like, I, I'm not really sure exactly what's changed or why this happened. I would have liked to have a little part where he said something at the end. Yeah. but I since was he, waiting for that. I was like, did I watch the wrong one? Well, I th I'm not sure if it normally happens or not, because, uh, Tom, you remember the last one that we did was called Bonus Mileage, and it was like this dude on an airplane, and they hand off a business card, and when you hand someone the business card and they touch it, you switch places with them. That's right. And that one had a weird ending, too, because it was basically like, hey, you just tricked your cab driver into now going to jail, Yeah. and now you got off scot-free. Like, I feel like the third act is extremely weak in these episodes. Well, but. they're all so drunk by the time they're done shooting. <laughs> and also, most Aussies are watching this pounding beer the whole time. So by the yeah. time it gets to the end, they're like, what? All right. All right. <laughs> the, the first commercial break, they're down. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this from inside a ruse pouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, that's the way the episode ends. And yeah. um, that's uh, the confident man for you there. Um the confident cordless man. The cordless <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, you got some crawlers for us? I do have some. <gasps> Creepy That's right. Uh, for those just joining us for the first time, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, we like to rate. Rate. <laughs> we rate our episodes. We rate them on a scale of zero to ten creepy crawlers. That's right. Zero being the worst, ten being the best. And, of course, there's a couple bonuses that we uh, uh, will go to, depending on... Mm -hmm. Oh, we did have sideburns. Oh, 
we do have sideburns. Let's give. Okay, so we got to kick in some burn bonus. Uh, do either of you guys want to go? No, it's your episode. You go first. All right, I'll go first. Okay, so uh, I chose this episode just because we hadn't done a Twisted Tales in a while, and I think the last one that we did was probably the best one that there was, just in the sense I think it had Jeffrey Rush, and it had like a real actor that I knew, and uh, it, it, I mean, this one I chose because it had the, the narrator as a character, which I kind of like, um, and it was fun. I believe the character. I Even though he was a slime ball, I kind of liked him. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with him, but, you know, I kind of want to see what kind of shit he gets up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I like that. I like that he was tricking this lady out of her money, and I wonder how far that ruse would have gone after he got the money if he would have actually gone through with it uh, or yeah. not. Just I have a feeling probably her. not, yeah. Um, and also, he's he's not taking every part of that wine business. He's <laughs> Once that's all set up, he's fucking out. Yeah. He's got his next grift going. Um, but I really liked, I liked him. I liked the, the dude, Frank, his cousin working behind the counter. He's like ordered the wrong kind of wine and he's kind <laughs> of like nervous and weird. Uh, that was funny. He's a fuddy duddy. Yeah. I like, uh, I liked a couple things about this episode. The, the, my main issue is that I didn't understand any of the logic of what, why he, <laughs> why he thought it was a drill because he shouldn't have thought that. <laughs> it didn't make any damn sense. So, yeah. Because it kind of falls apart when you look at it. I'll have to mark it down for that. But I did kind of enjoy watching it. So, as far as a Twisted Tales goes, I guess I'll give it a 6.250. And I'll have to give it a 0. 0.5000 for the sideburns, giving this a 6.75000. Respectable school. Very respectable. All right. Who's going next? Let me go. Okay. So, yeah, I agree on a lot of points. I enjoyed watching him do his thing a lot. Um, I thought the story was, it was a fun story, and it was short enough that it was like, you didn't feel fatigued, even though this, you know, wasn't the most exciting story for half the episode, but half the episode's 10 minutes, so it's not really a big deal. Um, they were establishing character, so that way you can yeah. kind of figure it out. And it was good. I feel like, yeah, it was kind of perfect in that way. The formula was good. First, like, ten minutes or so, you establish who everyone is, and the final ten minutes is this tense kind of standoff, um, which I thought was fun. And I thought the twist, although, yeah, it didn't really make a lot of sense, but that's kind of what he introduced in the intro anyway. It was, like, reality and perception and all that kind of shit. Yeah, you're, you know what? You're right. They they He right? did kind of tee it up, so it's like, yeah. you know... He kind of yeah. He kind of told you like is like reality is reality really what we're seeing or is it your perception of what you think is happening? I think he said something like <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> like it was too confusing and he had a thick Australian accent. Yeah, I was like, did he say something about blooming onions? <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry, but no. My only issues really was I I like a good intro, especially in these uh, shows from this era, and I think the lack of an intro hurts it for me a little bit i uh -huh. like to have a good introduction into this world it gives you a good footing and what to expect you know like especially when you look at some of the best intro kind of shit would from, you sorry because yeah. now go you, ahead cause, i'm sorry because you mentioned it and i'm like yeah you're right you're like i mean who doesn't love a hitchhiker a, a, yeah. a, a crypt keeper exactly uh force whitaker like you know what i mean like yeah. we want that i must i must just kind of run through it i was like well we got a freddy's we got we have all these things but mm -hmm. do you think uh, rl stein should be introducing goosebumps since we just did a Goosebumps last week, I was like, 
Do you think those episodes think would the, be stronger? Think, like if he starred in one? No, no, just like... Well, he does have a couple where he talks. Remember those? There's a couple where he like has his little segment. Oh, wait. I don't know if we've done one of those. We must have because we've... Yeah, walked, we've I th- right? I you think remember we that? have, yeah. It's like very rare. There must be a handful of episodes where he kind of has... He talks about the episode. Well, you know, when, when Goosebumps first started, it was mm-hmm. a bunch of specials. So they'd oh. be like, okay, here's one... Here's the Haunted Mask. And yeah. it would be... And he would kind of be there and be like really weird with his moles. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like as they like, okay, people... Are, like, w- w- This is popular enough that we'll do it. But I mean yeah. like, I don't know. If they had like... A, like a goosebumps goose, or like you know what I mean. They had like <laughs> the they goose. Had, they had, they had, if they had like some type of host, it would definitely be the the dummy. Yeah, the dummy. He's yeah. like the most popular goosebumps character, but he's a little too close to the crypt keeper in his personality. What's his name? Like, uh, was Sk- it Woody Skippy or something like that? I thought it was Woody Slappy. Oh, it's Slappy. Okay, Samsonite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old Samuel Dumber. Samson yeah. from Sam Street. Um, but no, other than that, the lack of the intro dropped it a couple points for me. Outro. Also, yeah, no, there's no outro at all, yeah. Also no outro. Also... But there is... Sorry, you said the lack of intro. There is an intro. Yeah, but it's not a real intro. He talks, and then it's credits and bad music. It's not like a... Like a... I liken a a theatric intro. Think (laughs) Tales from the Crypt, or Goosebumps, even. Okay. Or... I mean, oh, you mean a show intro, like, yeah. like, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, an opening sequence okay. that every episode has monsters, whatever. I like that. Fox Family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, the music was also spastic, and I found that a little jarring at times. <laughs> like the piano music when the romance is happening, and then the robber comes in and it goes, dun, 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 dun. and it, but it's fine. It was a silly episode, and I think they knew that. Um, I'm coming in pretty close to you with a six point five. Zero, zero. But with the uh, sideburns bonus, I guess I'm giving it a 7.000. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Thank Um, you. uh, Iceman's coming in a little bit today. Okay. Just based off what your guys' scores were. There's a chill in the air. Um, Again, no intro. My nipples are hard. (laughs) Um, Nothing new. Very boring (laughs) knockoff version of uh, The Hitchhiker. Ouch. And he... I don't know if the Hitchhiker has in, like a lot of humor in it, though. No, but I mean, like he's not—he doesn't have the buns. Oh, you wanted oh, oh, some buns? Oh, you mean the ho- like the 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 intro narration? Leatherface. Is, okay, he yeah. could have at least stood up. <laughs> he was sitting down, looking at the water. Going, what do you think his course. buns look like? <laughs> oh my God, those it's like, like, the, like the surface of the moon. <laughs> those things that people said to to dry laundry on. Yeah. Those, those, oh, the uh, washboard. <laughs> the washboard. It's all wavy. You want wash? Washboard abs, not a washboard fucking butt cheek. Yeah, that's not what you want. Uh, yeah, so Leatherface uh-huh. washboard buns is... Uh, he's he's funny, I will say that. It, he, yeah. He, uh, he had me laughing, and, and part of that is just because he's got an Australian accent and all, mm-hmm. the, um, all of the lines and all of that. Uh, I do love his fake boomerang throw that he does yeah, yeah. the no, one where like, catch when i first watched it when like when they have like kind of a pan out shot not pan out but like a, a back away shot of um when the cop's walking back to his car and it i thought for a second he threw something at the cop that's what i'm saying i thought <laughs> like, he was thought, like because the cop like reacted <laughs> i saw that too it's <laughs> like wait what happened in the states again gun down You're instantly dead. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Shadow blocks him from fifteen feet away. <laughs> that was yeah. so weird. Um, so the, the, like the, that made me chuckle. Uh, There's a lot of things that didn't make sense. Um, mm. I do love uh, when someone just trying to get 
bone like you know bone in their girl in the uh the back room of their tiny convenience liquor store i'm sure that's gonna be kind of fun didn't we have a rule about like banging someone in a closet or something remember that no i don't think we made a rule out of it it was in oh that that had to do with janitors yeah okay never mind yeah well, I mean, he probably cleaned up the place once in a while, so that might be... <laughs> That's true. He technically is the janitor <laughs> yeah. if he owns the place and is cleaning it. I would have loved to see how that old lady found her way under the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, did a dude come in and shove her? Or he, like, it's like, give me your money, and she just fell. Didn't right? it feel... I, uh, to that point, it felt like the, the way it was so abruptly ended and started, it felt like they probably thought it was going to be 30 minutes... And it, they got them Good like the memo last notice, and they're like, it has to be twenty minutes long. And it's not even twenty minutes of like full episode. It's like the last like minute and a half are are credits. But also, yeah. it's like if if they they typically will, you know, you have a, an intro, you know, little dialogue, uh, you know, monologue, and then you have an outro one. It's oh. like if he is at the main character in this episode, he's gonna be saying it like in the back of a truck or with his like hands cuffed <laughs> like together. <this> <laughs> like yeah. s- some man is violating him in jail and he's like, all right, well, this is what happened. <laughs> oh no. The water. The water. Was rippling. Mm. Um, I know, it's so weird. Like we didn't even see his body. Like he could have had his pants down again. He could have had <laughs> he his washboard butt Shitting jinx. next to the creek. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been great to see like uh yeah. Like when the, when our junkie uh, who loves John, um, yeah, that's me. Like came in this in the store and just like sweep kicks of the old lady, like, and she stone just went down. Yeah, gave her stone cold, gave her a rock bottom, suplex. Yeah, a down under. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but I I actually like laughed at this one uh, a fair amount. Mm. But it just felt like there was all this build up for like this like the first three quarters are all about like. Okay, um, this guy's like a, a schemer, a grifter, as John said, and we're building up to what I believed was initially going to be like some sort of thing where he screws her over, or something happens, or she a ends, double cross. She ends up being mm-hmm. the one to screw him over, something like that, or being like the actual one who's like the con artist. And no, and then it just ends with a, a stick up that takes two minutes. Uh, he. <laughs> dude i thought you were gonna shoot me <laughs> is that, is that a um and uh it, it, yeah and then it just i was like okay sweet he shot he shot her uh, shot him and then something's gonna happen and then credits start rolling i was mm-hmm. was astounded and it, it was i all i definitely will agree with that it was very kind of hastily ended i think if we, if they had given us like even 45 seconds i think it would have just something it would have been really great to see like okay here's my thought is like to be your point about him being in jail it's like at the end like so it's again it's the close-up shot of his face mm-hmm. and it's him being like sometimes you just have to make a sacrifice and it just pans out to some like big gigantic dude just like slamming i don't think that would have made it on tv (laughs) (laughs) or like or he's like this he's like no 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 he's eating a hot dog but you know it's not really a hot dog (laughs) or or he's like it's he's like he's laying down in his bed and then it pans out and there's just like a giant guy just got his arm around him it's a kangaroo yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're buff um yeah so i'm gonna this was watchable. Mm-hmm. Don't think I'd show it to anyone. Which again, I'm getting rid of that. I, I don't think it's something that I, I would seek out to be like, "Hey, this is funny. Watch this." But um, it, 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 I love the accent. 
I love all the the, the ice, you know, all that shit, all mm-hmm. the, the... And we have to do these shows. We have to do these shows, and yeah. Yeah, we slog through this stuff. We do this for you guys, all our listeners. You're welcome. And um, I'm going to go... Uh, Good Australian five listener. 5.25, and then with, was it, 0.5 more? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 5.75000 Creepy Curls. Nice. Iceman is coming back. That's not too bad. I mean, you're like... Uh, you're like frost. you're one point below me. Yeah, but and you're oh seven half, with the bonus. Yeah, you're half a point above me. So yeah, or excuse me, you're point two five zero zero above me. Yeah. So I mean, I think we're kind of all you know. I think we all got the same general vibe. Yeah. I, I but I did like as like it's one of the ones I didn't mind. Also, it the, I should to get you know part of my score was based that it was twenty minutes and not like yes. something I had to slog through. It was like, brisk. You know, I usually watch these like three times. And I agree. Was, like, easy to be like all right i can knock this out that helped my score i think Open one of my watch throughs i was sitting on the toilet so yeah <laughs> it's like it's nice to be able to knock it out yeah open up Pornhub. Mm-hmm. get my In another window yeah <laughs> split screen grab four the ways you already yeah. have uh, your keyword in Pornhub: leathery men <laughs> yeah oh, i just watched this actually yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, cool. you know, not too bad. That's uh, another one in the can. That's uh, we're uh, of course uh, again. Twisted Tales, the confident man. You done? Yeah, we mm-hmm. done you. We in, rated into the vault. You've been rated brutally into the, rated. Yeah, into the short and spooky vault. Um, yeah. It's a scary place in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Tom, do you want to uh, let us know what we're going to be doing for next week? I do. I just have one question because there's a couple. Um, I was trying to find some of the more obscure ones, but they're really difficult to find streams of them. So uh, I would like to do a um, Tales of the Ghastly Grinner from Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's right. Okay. Cool. I don't remember what season it is. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about it next week when we do it. And until then, if you guys want to tweet at us, please feel free to tweet at us. Our uh, Twitter handle is at short and spooky, or you can feel free to write us an email. We love emails from our listeners. Um, our email is shortandspooky at gmail.com. Gentlemen, who? any last words? Well, let me tell you this. Here's my send a send-off. No rules, just right. That's right. Outback Steakhouse, if you guys got uh, blooming onions, feel free to dip into that horseradish mm, aioli. Take a hefty dip. Please. Uh, I usually ask for two. Mm. Like, get an extra side of dip. Please. Um, but yeah, we love you guys, and we will see you next week for more Short and Spooky. Later, Leatherface. Adios. Find that down.